Welcome to episode 128 of the CGM podcast. We are joined by Wayne again this week. We missed you, Wayne. No, I, I doubt that that's actually possible. Actually, we, we just missed on you hard. Nobody misses me. No, we lamented it on the podcast yes. the entire time. Thanks for listening, by the way. Okay. We had no news without you. Only movie news. Nothing happened in the game industry last week because you weren't here to tell us. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. A couple of things happened, but you know, it's like, we can talk about them, like, now. Uh, okay. okay. And, of course, that's Phil Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Yeah. All right, Wayne. Yeah, he's always indifferent to the game news anyway. So. He's not completely indifferent. I'm not totally indifferent. It just, it's dependent on the games I'm interested in. Yeah, if it's true. about like Far Cry or whatever, then I'll just zone out. But. Okay. He was really upset you weren't here to get excited about the Twin Peaks. Hell yeah. You left me all by myself on oh, that. Oh, man, yeah. But there's actually an update to that, so we'll be able to talk about there that you go. anyway this right. week. Yeah. But let's start with game news. All right. Um, first of all... Okay, I don't know whether you guys really care about this or not, but they did announce Good start. They're going to be yep. shutting down PlayStation Home. Nope. What's that mean? Uh, do there you, you go. Know, do you know what PlayStation Phil Home doesn't is? have no. his PSN set up. Okay. Stop it. It's a... Uh, do you know what Second Life is? Yeah. Okay, so PlayStation Home was the actual PlayStation <laughs> version really? of Second Life. Yeah, it's actually been running for a few years. I'm actually grateful I was unaware you, of that. You're totally unaware of the fact that this has been sitting on your PS3 for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're... Yeah, yeah they're, I, now that I think of it, I have seen the icon for that. Okay, I never yeah, bothered so to investigate yeah, what it was. So yeah. There you go, yeah. So March 31st, 2015, they're actually going to be shutting it down. Okay. Which um, is... Kind of weird because there are some people who have like literally spent hundreds of dollars on this thing for like virtual clothes and apartments and all that other like stuff. Like Second Life? Yeah, and, and now it's kind of like, well, sorry guys, we're shutting it down. There's no refunds. You know, it's like, yeah. thanks for spending the money, but uh, yeah, your, your little virtual social media That's, world is. I don't care for that. If you've spent a certain amount, you should get like a. Uh you know, like a, some a dollars for your PSN account. But uh, you never actually tried PlayStation Home? No, I, I despise the, like, concept of Second Life type oh, okay. of stuff. It, uh, yeah, I just, I I have a hard enough time managing my own life. I don't need a second one. Okay. What, what about you, Melanie? Did you ever give it a spin even once? I accidentally logged in once. How did you accidentally I clicked the icon when I was trying to go somewhere else. Okay. And then you just backed out as quickly as possible. It took forever to load first. Yeah. So it was essentially their version of like the me type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Except that it was a complete virtual world where you could, you know, buy clothes and apartments and other accessories and, you know, it's like interact with other people and Mm -hmm. There would be people who claimed that they were girls, but in actuality they weren't, and you know, blah blah blah. blah so it was the blah. internet then. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's it's the internet with like you know 3D avatars, but they're shutting it down mm-hmm. um, as of March 31st, and it doesn't look like there's going to be any sort of replacement for this. But I kind of suspect that we'll probably see it resurrected for Project Morpheus. Oh because yeah, yeah. You know yeah, that. Yeah. Facebook by an Oculus Rift, there's no way that those guys yeah, aren't going course. to have some kind of virtual social media application. And yeah. you don't think that Sony's going to be left sitting out in the cold for no, this. No, so. definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, so. Be some virtual PlayStation fucking yeah, soon yeah, enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, in other Sony news, this actually was only announced, like, well, minutes ago at the time of this recording anyway, but uh, they finally listed more of the features for the um, PlayStation 4 firmware update. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So we're going to be getting themes for the desktop. Oh, nice. You'll be able to change the colors. Uh, Nice. There's going to be official YouTube application that's going to be coming. Ooh, I like that. Going to be. Wasn't there one already? No. Oh. Yeah. You could, so I was just using it through the browser. Though. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. On, on your PS4, yeah, you must have been using yeah, it through yeah, the browser yeah, yeah. because you can do that. But now they're actually going to have an official app. Nice. For that, because I found the YouTube played so much better on the PS4 yeah, than it ever did on the yeah. PS3. It's PS3, yeah. So, well, it's, it's more RAM, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's also going to be in there. They're also going to have like a um, a friends you may know. Um, like a Facebook function? thing? Yeah. yeah. So that you can like you know track down people if you don't know what their username is. So if, for example, you wanted to be friends with Phil, but for whatever reason he was not telling you I what wonder his why. username was, now you can just type in Phil Brown. and you know, like, yeah, I guess you'll be able to like hunt him down that way if you need to. But if, it's set, if your, name, your real name is set to private, I guess that won't work so well. Yeah, long. probably, yeah. Um, also, probably the most important for a lot of people, there it's a half step. Um, you still can't play CDs on your PS4. I don't know why you'd actually want to. Who has CDs? Yeah, but uh, now they're going to allow you to play music off USB sticks that you plug into the PS4. So it's 
you're still not going to be able to like import your entire MP3 collection onto your PS4 hard drive, yeah. spin the tunes off that way, but you can put them on a USB memory stick and play them that way. So it's like, it, it's... Uh, can you play video off the USB on the PS4 yet? I've never no, tried. I just no. use my PS3 for that. No, they're, no. They're, they're saying for this one, no. This one is strictly, it's only going to recognize MP3 files. It's it's not going to recognize video files. That's too bad. Because so. I really enjoyed downloading. Well, you know what I shouldn't say. Yeah. That's illegal. PS3 <laughs> <laughs> doesn't play MKVs anyway. No, it doesn't. But uh, it plays, I assure you, it plays every other video file. Yeah. <laughs> I just plugged it into my television. Yeah, I mean, the, the big function that people want is that DLNA streaming so that, you know it's like if you've got things you know sitting on your computer or some other server mm-hmm. in the house you can just pull it off that and you know it's like play it would that work HD though yeah it would yeah because yeah. I mean because okay, like the, the, the PS3 already does that it oh, does, does it? yeah it does have that D- yeah the PS3 day, I really should have taken advantage of that it's like from from day one the PS3 has had DL, DLNA streaming functionality so you right. can just pull this stuff off of your computer and watch it that way without needing to put it on your PS3 hard drive Oh PS4 man, so much getting up yeah. and sitting down I could have avoided yeah, all exactly. these years. <laughs> if only you'd know. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's that. Oh, and um, for those people that have big game collections, they're finally introducing folders and other stuff so oh. that you don't have like that long line. Of- oh. right on. Now, how about icons for Blu-rays and it the, the screen not going black for indeterminate periods of time they, when you stop a Blu-ray? Yeah, they haven't mentioned any of that. <sighs> God so. damn it, PlayStation. Please fix that. It's really irritating yeah. me. I'm happy for the folders thing because I hate seeing Mike's games under my profile yeah, that exactly. I can't play anyway. So. What the hell is that? So all sure. that is coming, but they're still not saying exactly when this firmware update is going to drop. They mm-hmm. just they are just saying though we don't expect our PS4 owners to be playing the biggest games of the year without the biggest firmware update of the year. So, so soon, probably within the next couple of weeks, since Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty and all yeah. those other games are like literally three or four weeks away now. So yeah, so yeah, within the next month, that is going to be. How about uh, the zombie DLC for GTA Five? What's going on with that? We have no announcements. For so it's just not going to happen. No, then. Rockstar is going to break my heart. God no, damn it. it's you, you know it's going to be there. They're just going to make you pay for it. My only concern is that it's going to be a purely online thing. It'll just be like online missions. No, I'm. I'm you I'm, think they'll do a full story? They're, they're, it's it's going to be like you know a full single player expansion because you know, like they, they did it for like the last couple of open world games. I don't see why suddenly GTA 4 would be an exception to that. Five. I agree. I agree. That's how I feel too, but it just the fact that there's been so much stony stone-faced silence on yeah, this makes me concerned. That's Rockstar. I mean, they're usually like that. But it wasn't Red Dead Redem- uh, the the Red Undead Redemption announced before now, the year that that came out. I don't I think that sort of came as a surprise to everyone. Did it? Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you know when we finally saw the trailers for that, yeah. the release was actually like literally a matter of like just a couple of weeks away. They kind of just sprung that. I know, but Halloween is literally a couple of weeks away. Yeah, so if they're so not going to exactly. fucking announce this thing, they better do it. <laughs> I don't think that it'll be out in time for Halloween. I'm sorry, Phil. I'm pretty sure. Christmas zombies? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they're going to time it for the November release of Xbox One and the PS4 versions of the game. They're, they're going to have it coincide with that. I'm pretty sure they're they're going to. Yeah, my concern is that it's going to coincide with that in that it'll be available on that disc and in no other form. No, no, no. <laughs> There's no way that that's going to happen. That's just walking away from way yeah, too much money. So. Is it or it is, is it inviting in way too much money? No. I think it's everyone's going to have to buy money. the new thing again. It's it's walking away from way too much money. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, it's like the, the cost of buying a new console and a game versus just buying the DLC if you've already got a PS3 or an Xbox 360. Like, yeah, but who makes the money for buying a new console and a new game? Fucking Sony. Why wouldn't they be into that? Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, Rockstar will. Yeah, it's true. Know. Rockstar doesn't yeah. get any of that console. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, you know, it's like, why should they care? That's a good point, Wayne. So, I appreciate you talking me off the ledge there. So, yeah, I don't think that you have to worry about that. It is going to come. They're just going to make you pay it for better. it. It better. I'm just, I'm sick and tired of waiting around totally with nothing. Will. Just give it like, you know, three or four weeks. And we'll see what happens. It's like, okay, in local news, um, this actually surprised me a little bit. Um, Phil, do you know Digital Extremes? Yes. Yeah, they're based actually not too far away, like a hop, skip, jump away. They're, oh, no, I didn't know that. They're in London, Ontario. Oh, cool. So, yeah, they're like, you know, pretty much like, if not local, they're regional. Yeah, 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 like yeah. They're in the area. So they're Chinese now. Oh. They, they got bought by um, 
are they, Chinese companies. So, so are, are they yeah. going to continue production in London, Ontario? Well, see, this, or? This, this is the part that concerns me is because they're giving the usual song and dance that a company always gives when it gets yeah, bought, yeah. where they're claiming there aren't going to be any major changes, so don't worry about that. But how many times have we actually heard that story and then a few months yeah, down the well, line? That announcement's ga- changes, uh, yeah, that yeah. announcement is coming from the voice of people who would not be responsible yeah, for exactly. any massive changes that would come. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because it's like now their bosses are multi-dynamic games and perfect online holdings, you know, both based in China. And uh, they're subsidiaries of some much bigger company called Sumpo Food Holdings Limited. So, oh, of course, yeah. Who doesn't yeah, know them? Yeah. But yeah, they now hold a controlling interest in digital extremes. Um, 58% controlling interest for $69.6 million. Whoa. So you can sort of see why digital extremes would say, well, yeah. yeah, okay, we'll agree to that sale. Yeah, I'm, I, that kind of check just kind of like being yeah, dangled in their Safe to like say that. they're officially the richest people in London, Ontario now. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're basically Chinese now. So that, that's another one of those. It's like, well, they were like a small local independent developer, but you can't call them that now. You can no. strike it big with the Chinese. Yeah. Sweet. Which is actually probably going to continue to happen, you know, it's like quite often. In yeah, it only makes sense. Yeah. yeah. They already have Transformers. What, what more do they need? Yeah. Okay. And um, the last thing that I'm going to talk about for game news is, uh, okay, so there's a small Polish company. and um, Were they bought by the Chinese? No, they weren't bought by the Chinese. They are sick and tired of, like, you know, politically correct mainstream games. Oh, so God. they have created a game um, using the Unreal Engine, and it's called Hatred. And the whole premise of hatred is that you are one of these, you know, psychotic people who has just been pushed over the edge and just decides to go on a murderous, genocidal killing spree of, like, just regular normal people. Whoa. And that's the game. Is that you're, Whoa. you're running around and you're going after just normal folks on the street. You're sticking shotguns in their mouth and but putting the trigger, blah, blah, blah. It's equality amongst the murder, right? Yeah. There you go. I mean, it's like, you know, everybody's died, but it is basically the mass murder simulator that everybody thinks video games are supposed no. to be and these guys actually decided to make it it's actually gotten to is the it like where, satirical or anything like that no, or is no, it it's, just it's, very it's sincere about yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. and um yeah apparently you know the trailer is out there and you know it's like it shows off the tech you know proudly claiming that they use the latest technology with unreal engine and epic has kind of quietly stepped in and said could you take that logo down we don't actually want to be associated <laughs> with this game <laughs> But yeah, it's it's called Hatred, and it's a mass murder simulator, and you know that Fox is going to be all over this, and if Jack Thompson were still a lawyer, this would be the game that he was waiting for his yeah. entire career to finally just point at and go, see, see, I told you these things were freaking evil. Well, I mean, so. there needs to be that lowest common denominator, I yeah. guess. And as long as their victims are equal in race, they're good. I feel with the game named Hatred that probably won't be the case. I thought so, but hearing his description, it kind of sounds like... like I know, but this is just the start, Mel. Once yeah. you actually get into so it... So the then... DLC is going to be just kill off certain minority groups? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Let's see how it I is. mean, if you're going to make this game, you go all the way. Only in Europe. It's, like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a Polish developer, so like, yeah, okay, there's, yeah. there's no way that a North American developer would ever, yeah. ever touch the Sounds out. unpleasant. Yeah. And yet at the same time, I feel as though I have to try it. Yeah, well, I feel as though I have to try it. Yeah, which yeah. I guess is the point of making it. I don't even, yeah, I don't even know at this point what platforms this thing is going to be coming out for. It sounds like it would be PC. a PC only yeah. situation, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of like the game news that I've got for this week. All right. Well, thanks for bringing us all down at the end there. Ryan. I appreciate yeah. that. All right. Well, I actually, uh, I'll take over the news now. And I actually have a little bit of news that you, in particular, are going to be excited about, uh, okay. Wayne. Okay. Um, so, uh, the Lego movie, the second Lego movie is still in production for 2017. Why would well, he be excited about that? Just wait, Mel. <gasps> is it Twin Peaks Lego? No. Um, but a new change has been decided. And rather than it being Lego Movie 2... It's going to be a spinoff okay. of Will Arnett's Batman Lego character. Oh, my God. Told Lord, you, Wayne. It's just, uh, he's going to be singing the Darkness theme song. I think it's safe Wayne. to say that's going to be the trailer. That's going to be so cool. So, yeah, so that's the plan. All, uh, all Lego Batman all the time. And, like, but they're still going to be bringing in, like, 
the other Lego characters from like non DC stuff. I mean, right? one would one would assume, but yeah. I have no idea. Okay. I mean, like it, I would assume, yeah, it's not going to be like just a Batman movie told through Lego. It's yeah. going to be about that specific Lego character okay. who's already been established in mm-hmm. cross universes. So I would hope so. But yeah, I mean, that's all I know. All I know is that they've changed. Yeah, Warner Brothers has changed it. So now anything that lists Lego two is being on their production schedule now says Lego Batman on their production okay. schedule. So, but I think, yeah, I think it's got potential. Will Arnett's interpretation of Batman was hilarious. I'm a little wary of that and the Ben Affleck Batman franchise existing at the same time. That seems like a little too too much Batman, even for someone who adores Batman. But uh, we'll see. At least I now have the small bit of hope in my life that if the like if Zack Snyder's Batman is horrible as I think it is, I'll at least have the Will Arnett Batman. So there will be at least one. Uh, big screen incarnation of Batman that I can enjoy. There, there, there is some light at the end of this dark, dark tunnel. God willing. But anyway, that's a thing now, Wayne. I thought you'd appreciate that. Um, next up, did you see any of the stills of the uh, Daredevil Netflix series that they released at New York Comic Con? No, I keep wondering whether I should or not. You, no, you should. It's but mostly it. publicity. Um, basically, you get to see Mac Murdock in the glasses. You also get a sort of... Uh, a silhouette glimpse of the costume which looks like it has been based around the like work in progress costume from uh, Frank Miller's uh, The Man Without Fear very homemade very rugged oh, okay. like a bandana and so forth and apparently they showed some footage of Vincent D'Onofrio as the kingpin and everyone said it was amazing okay. as the internet would so anyway uh, little glimpses there even from the poster I, did you find it yet? No. So the the poster they've done is monochromatic uh, to look obviously like Frank Miller art. There's the, the all signs point to this being uh, a down and dirty uh, Frank Miller version of Daredevil, which is uh, exactly which is the most interesting what one, one so. would want. Yeah, them to make out of a Daredevil movie, and also uh, his interpretation of the character uh, was so dominating that uh, even if they run through all the Frank Miller stories um, in like a season or two, uh, there are so many, there are dozens of other stories that other writers did in that style. Not to mention the fact that you know one would hope that the filmmakers uh, in charge of this would be allowed to make their own yeah. Daredevil stories. Um, but anyway, yeah, um, I couldn't be more excited for this. Uh, once again, every time I see stuff, it just, I confirmed once and once again that they're doing this the right way. Now, all it comes down to is, are they going to take advantage of the fact that since it's on Netflix, uh, content is not an issue? That's and true, th- yeah. So they don't have to worry about like ratings and all that sort of thing, yeah. So That's my big hope that they'll take advantage of. But uh, who knows? We'll see. Either way, if you like Daredevil, go check out those pictures. Because goddamn. Mel, do you have anything to add? Thanks, Mel. Um, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Daredevil. Yeah, well, I saw one picture. It's like, it's very black. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. There's not that. That's pretty well all that's out there. But at least it's a little taste. And again, I, I feel like um, that costume probably isn't even the costume that will be the entire series. That'll mm-hmm. be like the origin costume in the first episode or two. I don't yeah, know. Who probably. knows how they're going to tackle this? Who knows? But anyway, that's the thing. Okay, next up. Um, oh yeah, big one. Uh, Variety got a couple Marvel scoops out this week. First up, Uh-oh. apparently, uh, Captain America three. Yes. The subtitle is going to be Civil War. Which I don't care about. Well, that's pretty much a giveaway right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, um, what do you mean you don't care about? I started the Civil War series and I just didn't grab. Now, did you read just the, like, the actual central story or were you trying to read all the comics at once? I was I was not trying to read all the comics at once. But since I'm such a, not a huge Marvel fan anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't grab me. But you like the movies. But I really did like Winter Soldier, so I'm yeah, hoping Yeah, Winter Soldier's that- fantastic. Well, I mean, the, what makes this such a big deal is that um, it means that... No, I mean hopefully we'll see, but but for specifically Captain America three, uh, Robert Downey Jr. has already signed on because he will be the villain as Iron Man because the Civil War storyline is head to head, tete a tete, Captain America versus Iron Man. Yeah, so that will be exciting to see. Um, I'm super into that. Um, even though it goes against my theory that they were going to kill Robert Downey Jr. in Avengers Two, I still think they will. Just maybe not in Avengers Two. Yeah, I think that I think it's inevitable he will die uh, for sure, but not that. But that also raises all sorts of interesting questions about, um, you know, Civil War is a pretty cataclysmic event. Is that going to stretch out over several movies? Is that why none of the future movies have been announced? What's the game plan here? Also, what I find interesting about it, and I guess, is that. 
that, um, you know, the thing about Civil War was that it was a war among superheroes because the Marvel Universe has an entire universe of superheroes versus uh, this Civil War. We're going to have, what, seven, eight characters, maybe? Yeah. Which I guess, you know, to do it in a movie. It's like a battle. You couldn't handle that much more than that. That's street fight. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that is, but at the same time, who knows? Maybe Shield will be involved. Maybe the actual army will be involved with it being Captain America. That's a rumble. Yeah, it is a rumble. You're right. It should be Civil Rumble. But um, anyway, I'm excited by this. I always like the Civil War storyline. I thought it was very clever. Um, and also, I think it's a good move for them to go after Winter Soldier because as great as Winter Soldier was, and I did love it, um, if you. You could maybe get away with doing another movie exactly like that once, if that, versus this already takes that franchise in a completely different direction mm-hmm. and but opens up doors for further crossover. Winter Soldier is unresolved. Like, that movie ended very unresolved. I mean, it's unresolved purely with the Winter Soldier character. He could be so you think they're just going to leave it? No, I think he's going to be in that. I think right. he's probably going to come in and be, like, a partner to Captain America in that. Like, you could resolve that in any number of ways. It doesn't have to be a Winter Soldier 2 to do it. Um, so that that's what I think the plan is. Who knows? But uh, anyway, I found that very exciting. I like the idea of using Robert Downey Jr. as a villain in that. That'll be interesting. Well, not really a villain. There'll Maybe be two turn. sides to the same story. There'll be two sides to each story. Um, well, I mean, the basic, do you know the concept for Civil War? It's basically that the, yeah, the government wants all the superheroes to register so that they're members of the government, mm-hmm. which would actually make sense in the context of Marvel Universe now, given that they were all kind of part of it through S.H.I.E.L.D. and now S.H.I.E.L.D.'s gone and now the U.S. government has all these superheroes wandering around causing a ruckus um, and they'd want that under control. And then the interesting sort of shift on it is that it's Captain America he goes against that because he believes it doesn't conform with the ancient uh, American values that he's subscribed to versus Iron Man is all for it so that's like asking serial killers to register some people don't want to give up their like, identity yeah, good luck with getting Thor to sign up for yeah this. I like, know yeah. I don't even live here I'm over in Asgard I know why I should know. I register for this so. either way I think this is a really smart move and uh, I'm curious to see how that registers and I wouldn't I also wouldn't be surprised if um the plan is for Avengers 3, especially since they're talking about possibly making 3 and 4 back-to-back as a two-part movie, mm-hmm. um, would be some sort of variation on uh, Secret Wars, where then it opens up space, okay. and they have to fight the Guardians of the Galaxy, and everyone comes together, and uh, it ends with, like, it starts with the initial group of the Avengers being dissolved, because no one can get, any, get, get along anymore, because they keep fighting each other, and ends with, like, a new Avengers team forming. I also knows? don't know how they would get that to work with the Hulk. The Hulk? Yeah. What do you mean? It's like, you know, Bruce Banner can agree to sign up for registration, but, you know, it's like once he gets mad, it's not like the Hulk is going to go, well, okay, I did did register, so I guess I better go and do this. It's like, no. Like, how is it in any way practical to get, you know, the Hulk to register for, like, a superhero act? Well, they established in Avengers that uh, Bruce Banner has a certain level of control over the Hulk. Yeah. So one would assume it's that. You get Bruce Banner on your side, and if Bruce Banner's in a good, angry mood, then mm-hmm. he's on your side. But if you piss him off too much, and he's just going to beat the crap out of everybody. So you, do you decide if they're not on the registry, then they must be a supervillain? Because I don't think you can get supervillains signing up for this. Well, no. It, this was purely for the superheroes. I know, but what happens when you're like the government? You're well, like, hey, Civil that War. Magneto guy, wait. Well, it's in the title. It's, it's not... called Civil War. Um, well, the, the villains weren't part of it. This was purely I don't know what the plan situation. was, though, for this. Well, I mean, I think the... Supervillains are always kind of a threat they wanted to fight, so it was sort of yeah understood that they would still be villains. Of course, they'd still be villains, but it'd be weird just have a registry of just superheroes. Well, how are you going to get? So then, every it's time like you someone said pops with serial up, killers, you're not yeah. going to get this villains well, to register. Thing is, why would heroes want to register and give away everything? Well, that's the point of the series, Mel. Again, you're understanding the like conflict and why it's interesting. See, I'm just not just trying to think of what the government agency a, was thinking when they decided that this is what well, they were going to do. It was poorly thought out. Once again, this was the point. <laughs> um, like I like these questions are good, Mel, but they're these are in the positive. What an interesting concept side. These aren't potholes. No, oh, no, they're not Sorry, potholes. I was just wondering what. They're thinking. Okay. Like if Pudding Man popped up, you'd be like, "Well, he's not on the registry, so he must be evil." Yeah. Well, it's like it's like a nine eleven era paranoia story. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, totally um, that's what it was. In fact, they're going to relaunch uh, the Civil War series um, this summer, I believe, to try and build hype, which is which seemed Makes weird sense. to me. But then, if this movie comes out in, I guess the plan would be in twenty seventeen, maybe twenty sixteen. That would be a decade after the original. So I like to think that as a contemporary storyline, but it's really ten years old. So yeah. that's eight that's ancient in comic book. Yeah, uh, pretty much, yeah. In comic book work talk. So uh yeah, there's that. Okay. 
Moving on. Um, do, 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 do. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then the other variety scoop is that we know what the shortlist is for Doctor Strange. And uh, there is one name. There are a couple names here that we've already talked about, a few that we never have. So I'm going to run it off. Joaquin Phoenix isn't in there. Joaquin Phoenix so. isn't in it, which yeah. is a bummer. Um, my guess is with that is that he probably just didn't want to sign on for. I totally just watch Gladiator again just to see his performance of Commodus. And it was like, oh, oh he's amazing. Could have been such a good Doctor He's amazing. My, my, my assumption there is that, you know, he obviously is someone who thinks of himself as an artist and yep. wants to be out and free and if you sign a contract with Marvel you're basically signing away the next five years of your life this is true. at least so, yeah. at least so I wager come to that but here are our top five uh, the five that are apparently left in the running so uh, first of all to sell their souls for five years to exacto yeah. mundo so first off there's uh, Jared Leto who was the initial person that's been talked about for almost a year now um, and then the second person who we'd heard before is Ethan Hawke which had been which mm-hmm. is a weird one it's yeah. that's mostly just down to the fact that he has the relationship with Scott Derrickson the director already okay. um, but here are the other three I never heard before first up Oster Isaac who I'd imagine you guys don't know because I did, I, I find it hard. Did you guys see Inside Lewin Davis last year, the new Coen Brothers movie? No. He was in that. He was good. He's all. But the only reason why I would doubt that is that he's also in the new Star Wars movies. Okay. And it seems like it would be impossible for one to do the new Star Wars movies and the new uh, Marvel and the Marvel movies at the same time. Depending on the size of his role, I guess. Yeah, totally. It's like, yeah, it if would, it's a smaller support role, then he might be able to like squeeze away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a starring role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's tricky. Yeah. But I don't think it's a support role. I think he's like Luke's son or something like that. Okay. Yeah, or Han Solo's son, rather. Yeah, like the son of Han Solo and Princess Leia. But anywho, and here are the other three, which are uh, odd and interesting. First of all, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, oh, okay. Who, like, I get because he's got those crazy eyes, so he's good as a moral ambl- am- morally yeah, okay, ambiguous can, character. Yeah, I, I he just seems, yeah. like Jared Leto, just seems too young to me. I think of Doctor Strange as like an established middle-aged man. Yeah. Um, not a, yeah snot-nosed youngster. Well, he was already an established surgeon. Exactly. By the time yeah, yeah, yeah. comes Doctor Exactly. Strange, so now, like, obviously, for the movie, we can rewrite it and da-da-da. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so we got Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, and then uh, Ewan McGregor. What? Yeah, is apparently up there, which... I just can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird one. I'm not against it, though, because he, he is a good actor. My only problem there is that he can't do an American accent. Yeah. He just can't. So um, that would be a problem. However, uh, British Doctor Strange would not be out of the question. So there's that. Um, and then finally, the fifth one, this is the weirdest one, uh, Matthew McConaughey is apparently... What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So that'd be a down-home country, Doctor yeah. Strange, if they went that way. Um, so, yeah, apparently that's... Yeah, yeah th- those are the options. Yeah. Are y'all ready for some Southern magic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was into magic before they paid me to be into magic. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, so those are the five. Um, I'm those five. I don't know. I mean, I guess I would lean towards uh, either Hall. McGregor or Ethan Hawke but I don't like none of those really jump out at me as Doctor Strange yeah so but again they are actors mm-hmm. so one would assume they could yeah, yeah find could the performance yeah conceivably yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but um, either way I think they're all at least interesting choices these are all people who are at least like talented actors these aren't there are movie stars in this list <laughs> there, there are definitely movie stars in, in, in this list but they're not you know, it's not like they want Tom Cruise to play Doctor Strange or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. How about you, Wayne? Who would you want of those five? I'd be really, really curious to see what Ewan McGregor does with it. Yeah. Um, otherwise, if we could just sort of, like, you know, get, you know, Young Sting or even younger Peter O'Toole in there, I'd probably... <laughs> Peter O'Toole is Doctor Strange. It would be amazing. I would love to see It's that. unfortunately impossible for yeah. a variety of yeah, reasons. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. That would be amazing. Um, so anyway, do you have any thoughts on that, Mel? I think Ethan Hawke actually might you be able to pull it off. I don't know. He's a great actor. He is. He is. My only thing is he's not... He's like, too pretty, though. It, not, not even so much that is that it, that bothers me about it is that um, he's not someone that like disappears into characters. He's basically... He's always playing Ethan Hawke. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's one type of actor. My only... I don't, I don't know if that would work for, for Doctor Strange. But at the same time, I've never seen him in a sinister role before. Maybe that would be interesting. Maybe he could pull it off. I think he could. It's a weird one. Yeah, I think be he's nice. good. You know, I, it was weird to see Kevin Bacon play a villain in 
uh, first class. But he surprisingly did it. Yeah, he so was maybe really Ethan Hawke can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And he did some pretty respectable German. He did. I was pretty amazed yeah. with the he fact did. that you know, it's like his German accent. And no one takes him seriously. Like so maybe so Ethan Hawke, who is kind of taken yeah. seriously, can actually pull it it's off. That's true. But anyway, I, I overall, like... I don't want to say Jake Gyllenhaal, though. He's just too, like, little boyish. I don't know. He's looking older now. And I just saw him in a movie called Nightcrawler that comes out in a few oh, weeks. Oh, yeah. He did look really creepy in he that, plays actually. Like, and he's oh, right. really creepy in it. So, and he and he's noticeably older in it, too. So, I'm not against him, either. That would be interesting. I don't know. I Actually, all these five, even Matthew McConaughey, which is the most <laughs> insane one, I would, uh, like, I would pay money I would to do see that. it. Yeah, I would, sure. Of I course would I would. I would see that Matthew McConaughey is Doctor Strange. Only if he's a surfer. Well, yeah, I don't think he can't not do the accent, so that would be part yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, but Let's just get Ben Stiller in there and see what he does with it. Don't say no. that again. Ben Stiller is Dr. Stiller. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Um, regardless, it's getting interesting. And, and also, one would think they got to lock that up soon, because that seems like it's going to be one of their next movies. But who knows what else Marvel has planned. This is the first time in years that we haven't known everything they have planned. Um, okay, next up. Um, David Ayer, uh, who uh, directed the movie End of Watch last year, wrote Training Day. Uh, he signed on to do a Suicide Squad side squad movie for Warner Brothers. Mm. That's okay. what I thought as well. Right. And, like, like, the, like the cartoon type movie or following the comics? I mean, it would be its own thing. It would be a live action movie, so they can sort of do whatever they want with it. I, I'm torn on this. On the one hand, I've always loved the concept of the Suicide Squad. I think it's a cool idea that it's a bunch of villains who are going into deadly missions to reduce their prison sentence. There's something kind of cool about that. At the same time, I've never seen or read any Suicide Squad thing where I've been like, that was amazing. It's always kind of mediocre. And David Ayer, I don't like. So For some reason, it makes me think of Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Well, and it's also like within the... um, it's air is also a very uh, indicative of the type of choices Warner Brothers is making with these uh, movies, which is get someone with no personality so that they will have no problem with having no control over our nonsense. So anyway, that's a thing that's coming out in 2016. So that's coming fast. Ugh. And uh, yeah, there's that. Okay. Uh, and finally, last bit of news. This will allow us to talk about Twin Peaks, Wayne. Um, so, the, so I'm assuming you heard the news last week and were as excited as I. Just refresh me on the, just the fact that Twin Peaks is coming, you mean? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Twin Peaks is coming back. Yes. It's going to be on Showtime yes. 2016. David Lynch okay. is going to direct all the episodes. Him and Mark Cross are going to write all of them. Uh, they, yeah, just announced, actually just before I came down to the office to record this, uh, which um, would actually mean that I found it a day late because it's Friday today. Um, is that uh, yeah? That uh, Mark Frost has written a book that's going to catch everyone up on what all the characters from Twin Peaks has been doing the last twenty five years, oh, and that's going to okay. come out next year. Okay, which is interesting, um, and I kind of like as well because it sort of fits in with how Twin Peaks works. Because Twin Peaks, of course, had the Diary of Laura Palmer, yeah, that's so true. there was an optional thing you could read that would help you understand it, but was not necessary. So this seems like a nice way to sort of bring that back, mm-hmm. and also one I would assume that the new series is not going to follow all the characters. I'd imagine they're going to cherry pick and introduce new characters. Yeah. So um, this would be a way for, yeah, all the characters yeah, to get I a little mean, moment in the spotlight that they probably yeah. won't get in the yeah, new series. I mean, back in the 90s, I was all about Audrey Horn, but I don't know if I really want to revisit her like 25 years Oh, ago. I saw her at the con. Okay. Uh, she's, she's aged, certainly. Um, she did a Q&A where um, I don't know if she took too many pills or okay. if she was too drunk or what the situation is, but she was a mess. And no matter what question was asked, uh, she would eventually take over and talk about how uh, her life had fallen apart recently and she was now into transcendental meditation and everything was good and we could all get much better too. No matter what question, it didn't matter if it was directed at her and even at the very end when the moderator said, okay, we're going to watch the movie now, she took the microphone from him and said, thank you so much for coming and I just want to say one more time, uh, yeah, TM. And uh, there was a great bit where she said that she ran into David Lynch on the street and David Lynch said... Oh my God, Cheryl Lynn, you look awful. I need to help you. And then apparently he got her into transcendental meditation. Um, now I will say there was another. That was just the Q and A for the screening. There was another Q and A in the afternoon where she seemed much more normal. So that makes me think that there was some sort of substance involved in this situation. Okay. But regardless, um, that was priceless. I'll never forget that. I'm so glad I was there. But uh, that also struck me as an amusing uh, way to do Audrey now that she would be a middle aged burnout who never really 
yeah. her sex pot ways faded with age, and now she's a failure in it Twin be, Peaks. It would be sad to see that. It would be a fun way to play that character, but, though, yeah, right? Yeah. Because you have to assume that um, there's going to be new young nubile cast members to handle the sex factor and the older uh, characters will be more eccentrics that's what I'm assuming is the log lady still alive of course is that actress oh yeah yeah. in fact we can still get the log absolutely in fact I just um, Criterion just put out a uh, uh, blu-ray for Eraserhead and they made a new documentary about the making of Eraserhead and she was one of the main crew members on that and she played a small role and she so she was on that so I can confirm she's still alive and very much friends with David Lynch and everything but she told a hilarious story about like they were describing what David Lynch was like in those days and they said like he was broke but always wore a suit it was just a ratty suit every day he had a suit and tie on and if they took him to some sort of like fancy dinner or like a fundraising event or something like that he would wear two ties and people would say why are you doing it? I was like well this is the tie I wear every day and this is the tie I'm wearing because it's a special occasion and then when he shot a racer head he'd wear three ties <laughs> because one was the special eraser head tie. Exactly. And this was a special occasion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, and then he no, just has the tie he's going to have on see, every yeah, day. I, I actually yeah. understand David Lynch's tie logic. I can see logic. the logic. Yeah, I can. Like, yeah, yeah. There's it's, a system at work here. It is yeah, indeed. Yeah. It is indeed. But uh, Oh, David Lynch, don't ever change. Oh, I know. That was one of my favorite things I've ever heard. And I can't believe I never heard that before now. And they showed photographs. Sure enough, three ties on the set. Wow. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, that was... So, anyway... Um, yeah, so yeah, Logway's around, uh, Audrey's still around, she's a mess, but that could feed in well, yeah. and we're going to get a book next year to help tide us over totally until the out. amazing, amazing, unexpected comeback yep. of 20, Twin Peaks in 2016. Yep. I will buy I'm so that excited about that, yeah. Yeah, I actually um, have started watching the series again, because I'm so excited. I, like, I got the Blu-rays, and I watched yeah. all my favorite episodes, um, but now I'm, I'm doing it proper in order, and I just finished the first season last night. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, once again, it's amazing. That first, there's no bad episode in that first season. That's seven episodes yeah. of yeah, it's just pure crazy that just gets progressively <sighs> I love it. crazy. Well, that was so. the thing that was interesting watching because it had been so long since I watched the whole first season in isolation and its own like that is how little weirdness is in it. I mean, obviously, it's Twin Peaks. Everyone's weird and quirky. Yeah. But the pure surrealism is really just the one dream, and even that's just contained to the dream world. Mm-hmm. None of those characters are crossed over yet. Yeah. So it's interesting to see that. You but, sort of forget. No, but the eccentricities of the character. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More pronounced. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was still weird and goofy, but it wasn't as, like, when I think of Twin Peaks, I mm-hmm. picture, like, the giant or the horse yeah. or what have you. And you realize that was all, like, that was all second season, really, when all that really came in. The first season was within the weird, wacky world of yeah. Twin Peaks, as realistic yeah, I mean, as when, it could be. When got. I think of Twin Peaks, I just think of, like, those two jock guys in the jail cell, like, howling. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, no yeah, yeah. reason, while James Hurley isn't, like, the other Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What the hell is going on? There was all that okay. stuff, certainly. Yeah. Certainly, but it wasn't yeah. as supernatural. Yeah. There weren't as many red curtains. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, um... You know, special agent Dale Cooper, like, you know, throwing rocks to determine who it was that they were going to, like, you know, interrogate next, which is just... Okay. That was good stuff. Have you ever seen the Silent Live sketch that they did when Kyle McLaughlin hosted? It's so funny. Um, They, like, the sketches that uh, uh, Agent Cooper... Uh, like uh, Leo Johnson confesses, and oh. Chris Chris Rock plays Leo Johnson. Uh, not Chris Rock. <laughs> sorry, Chris Farley. Chris Farley, Chris Farley plays Leo Johnson. It's priceless. He yeah. comes out and says, "Get me a beer," and you're like, "Good job." But um, no, the joke is that he confesses, and then uh, Agent Cooper just trying to keep coming up with any reason possible it's not him, so he can stay in the town. Okay. The point at one point he's like, uh, he's like, "I'll tell you what, I'm going to throw this rock at the window, and if it breaks, Leo didn't do it." And he throws it, and it breaks. He's like, "Leo, you're free to go." <laughs> They're like, "No, no, no, you don't understand. He did. He, he did it." We, we solved the murder. It's really funny. I can't recommend it enough. Conan O'Brien's even in it, actually. Um, oh, my God. He plays, uh, is it Hawk, the Native American? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. is his name Hawk? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, Conan plays that. And uh, Kevin Nealon plays um, the sheriff. And uh, Victoria Jackson does Audrey. And then... Um, Victoria Jackson does Audrey? Yeah, it was that era. All right. Um, and then uh, Jan Hooks, who just died last week. That was really sad. Um, she does both the log lady and uh, the woman with the drapes. Oh, okay. It's good. Yeah. It's real good. Oh, and Mike Myers does the midget, which is of priceless. Course. Of course. I highly recommend looking that up. It's very easy to find online. Check okay. that out. All right, that's it for me on News Stories. Thank you, Phil. No problem. So since Wayne wasn't here... Mm-hmm. Last week, <laughs> would you like to catch us up on what you've been playing? Uh, should, I, should I do my movie thing first? Oh right, yeah. Let's let's. Like, oh, let's thanks right. a lot. Now. I really appreciate that. The movie, yeah. Yeah. Oh. What you been seeing, Phil? 
Thanks, Mel. I'm glad you asked. Um, I saw the guest this week, which is excellent, and I thought we should talk about because everyone will love it. Um, yeah, I, I interviewed uh, writer Simon Barrett and director Adam Wingard, which is up on the website. You should check that out. And yeah, so these are the guys who were responsible for the VHS series. They made uh, You're Next, which is one of my favorite horror movies of the last decade, at least. Um, and um, this is the guest, which is a horror movie for lack of any other proper genre to classify it as. It's kind of an homage to those uh, 80s genre movies that were sort of part horror, part action, part thriller, like Terminator or something like that. And the plot revolves around uh, Dan Stevens plays this uh, mysterious soldier who shows up on a family's doorstep. The family had lost their son in battle. He claims to have known the son in battle and the mom who's sort of hurt by it invites him in and then he just starts living with them and befriends everyone in really creepy ways. Stays, that, that already sounds crazy. Stays, yeah, he yeah. stays up all night drinking with the dad, listening about all his problems work starts helping the teenage son out about his uh, with with local bullies as I say comforts the mom the only one who's skeptical is the teenage daughter but then when he starts walking around the house with his shirt off and asking to listen to her CDs that goes over well and uh, it's kind of like very like funny but creepy and how this guy's like sliding into their lives and you never really know what his past is and then people who the family have complained about to uh, Dan Stevens start dying and he starts disappearing for long periods of time. So things get uh, a little bit more intense. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's a really, really funny, exciting, weird little movie that, like I said, sort of hops genres all the time but never feels totally inconsistent. It's always very much his own thing. It's very funny. Dan Stevens is fantastic and he does that kind of, like, evil with a smile that I really enjoy. You can never quite pinpoint what he is until you find out. And it's actually a really clever idea that's, that does actually explain all of his eccentricities um it uh yeah it uh it's super self-conscious it has a climax um in a uh, high school haunted house which is really fun it's also incredibly 80s it has a, a synthesizer score that sounds like a john carpenter score which is wonderful and there's a lot of neon in the production design do cell yeah. phones exist in this oh movie? yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. it's contemporary right. day yeah, yeah yeah it's just right. uh, sort of paying homage to the 80 genre films that it's clearly uh, influenced by. It's very exciting, very violent, very funny, and just a great time. Um, like I said, it's sort of like uh, on the fringes of a horror movie. It's not a pure like monster match or anything like that, but I would say... It's a hybrid. Yeah, it's a hybrid, but I would say bar none, it's the best uh, genre movie out in time for Halloween, so I highly urge everyone to check it out, and the fact that it's sort of slips beyond the horror genre and bits and pieces suggests that Simon Barrett and Adam Wingard want to and based on this evidence I hope that they do their next project is they're going to do a remake of I Saw the Devil the Korean revenge movie which is amazing and dark and so possibly the most disturbing of all the Korean revenge movies which is really saying something so I'm not sure how or if they'll be able to pull it off and I'm excited, excited to see them try and these guys are yeah they're probably amongst the most exciting filmmakers right now and I recommend checking out did you ever see your next month? Mm-hmm. What did you think of it? I liked it. That's yeah, good times, right? It is, yeah. It's pretty good. Are you going to see the guest? Yes. Good. And I'll watch the Korean Revenge Horror, too. Yeah, have you never seen Outside the Devil? I kn- I've heard of it, but I've never actually sat down to oh, watch it. Oh, it's so good. I mean, it's deeply unsettling, unsettling. Don't get me wrong. It's like, there are parts of it that are an endurance test, but it's fantastic. Um, the director, he also did uh, The Good, the Bad, and the Weird. Have you ever seen that? I've heard of it. Um, and uh, Tale of Two Sisters. Have you seen that? Yeah, I know that one. He did that. He did that too? Yeah. Okay. He's really good. And it stars the main character from Old Boy. He plays a serial killer in it. It's a really clever concept. It's like um, there's a serial killer going around played by the Old Boy guy. And then um, there's this cop who's had enough. And the serial killer in, in the first, in like one of the early sequences, kills the girlfriend of the cop. So he wants deep revenge. And said the serial killer is about to, uh, has found his new victims, about to kill them. And then all of a sudden the cop bursts through the door and just beats the shit out of the serial killer within an inch of his, de- within an inch of his life. And the serial killer is like, kill me. And he's like, no, uh, this is just the start. Batman. And then he like uh, puts a uh, like surgically implants a tracking device in him, and then starts following the serial killer around. And every time he's about to co- commit a crime, he pops it again and beats, beats him to it. It's like Batman. Oh god, it's so good. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I saw the devil, fantastic, and uh, the guest even better. So thank you, Phil. Do do that. 
Is that all you saw this week? Um, I saw Fury as well, the war movie uh, with Brad Pitt, which I could talk about, but it's just the same nonsense you've seen a thousand times. Not very good. Uh, Shia LaBeouf's kind of okay, in it, I guess, if you like that. Here's the one thing I will say about it that really got on my nerves. Overall, like, it's... You know, they put a lot of money into it, and it's admirably a really filthy and ugly depiction of war, which, you know, when you pull that off, can be really effective, but ultimately too dreary and boring. But the one thing that, like, goes against that sense of reality and really bothers me is Brad Pitt has that kind of, like, shaved on the sides and back, slicked hipster hipster haircut that, Uh you know, is from the 40s. And his hair is perfectly quaffed no matter what, despite the fact that everything else is filthy and gross and destroyed, and he's been living in a tank. And, like, to the point where, like... At, like near the end, two explosives go off within close proximity of him. And he's still. And the hair's yep. fine. Not even hair survives everything. Okay. Right. Um, and that, yeah, like as soon as I know, like that's all I could look at the rest of it was like cities are falling down. Everyone looks gross and disgusting. Um, but Brad Pitt's hair was perfect at all times. All times. Apparently, yeah, apparently if you wanted to survive World War II, just be, Brad Pitt's be on Brad Pitt's head, yeah, yeah, and you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. Makes perfect sense mm-hmm. to me. So yeah, it's not really it's not horrible as much as it is just generic and kind of boring. Yeah, I mean if that's the most memorable thing about the movie yeah. is Brad Pitt's hair. Then, yeah, you know, it's yeah the the two most memorable things about the movie are that uh, and the fact that Shia LaBeouf isn't horrible. Okay. So if that sounds exciting, then go no. check that to out. To someone yeah. it is, not me, but yeah, 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 yeah. Else certainly not me. But there's probably there's got to be someone out there yeah. who uh, wants to see that. Not me either. No. Thank you, Phil. No problem, Mel. Thanks for. Letting me talk about the movies this way. I love you. You know it. I know you do. All right, Wayne, as I was saying, since you weren't with us last week, why don't you catch us up on Alien Isolation? Oh, yeah, I can, I can talk about it. Oh, yes, I'm very excited about it. I played it. I finished it. It was stressful. Um, yeah. His I, subtitles, It Doesn't Suck. Yeah. 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 I could not marathon it. That was just impossible. Yeah. Because I just got way too tense and I would have to walk away from the game because I was just too upset. I like to hear that. Uh, now let me ask you this. My only concern with it is when if I started reading reviews, I found it was 25 hours long, which strikes me as too long for that type of game. Yeah. Did you find that? Did it get exhausting? Did you wish it had ended earlier? Uh, no, because um, they switch it up a lot. They do? Yeah. Because yeah, so that was my concern is it seemed it's so deliberately stripped mm-hmm. down. Yeah. The 25 hours felt like just too much. I mean, it's like, I, I think that the 25-hour estimate is probably for people that are playing it on hard and dying over and over, oh, and, okay. over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I know that uh, some reviewers, and I was not one of them, but some reviewers sort of fell for the trap of when you first load the game up and it's showing you the difficulty levels. Yeah. It actually says for hard, this is the recommended difficulty level for players. Right. And I was like, screw that. I'm just going to play on normal. Yeah. You know, which I did. But yeah, yeah. Other reviewers, okay. Yeah, other reviewers did play it on hard and they were like, oh my God, I just get dying over and over again. Right, it right, like right. three hours to get through one level, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Okay. Which is like, yeah, that's going to happen if you play on hard. Okay. Level. I'm glad to hear that. Now, did it really feel like the alien was doing something different every single time you oh, saw yes. it? Oh, yeah. No, I no, love no. that. See, that's this, so exciting. This is the thing. It's like, the alien does not walk along a set patrol path, mm-hmm. and it does not have a pre-programmed routine of actions. Nice. Um, so you cannot observe the alien's movements, and then you know it's like take a wrong turn and then die somewhere. And then yeah. think, okay, I know it's going to go into this room, then go into that room, and then go into that room. So if I go into this room instead, yeah. then this other room, then this other completely different room, I'll be able to totally avoid the alien. It's like yeah. no, instead. You'll go into what you think is a safe room, and then the thing is just going to drop from like the ventilation shaft and kill you. And you're like, "Oh, you're not supposed to be here." Awesome. But it actually is because it goes where it wants to in its efforts to track you down. Um, here's the really weird thing about it: it's like I did not play this way because it is just way too stressful. But um, for the Xbox One and the PS4, they actually do give you an option to turn on the microphone on your PlayStation camera. Oh, then I can hear so you? So that the thing is... Yeah, so that you're sitting there and you're hiding under the desk and then it comes and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's like the microphone will pick that up and then the alien will pick that up and uh. then it hurts you and then it'll come in and you know, go looking for you. That's a cool device. I never use it simply because I live in an apartment building so if yeah. someone slams the door then the alien will hear yeah, that exactly. too and I can't so, control those elements. Yeah. That's not worth it. Your hungry so cat get you caught by the alien a couple yeah, times? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, if, if, if the cat comes up and goes like, meow, and that's it's like, well, all right. It's like, you, you just killed me, a damn cat. Yeah. So I don't... Now, how about the deaths? Are, are there only a set number? Does it get repetitive? Are there actually enough 
interesting ways for the alien to kill you that it's a shock and a surprise every time. Uh, it, it does repeat after a okay. while. I mean, it's like I was exposed mostly to like um, four, maybe five, you know, it's like major death animations. Okay. You know, although I also tried not to die very often. Of course. So, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, probably the single worst one is when you're crawling into the ventilation shaft and you weren't sure whether the alien saw you or not, but yeah. it did see you, and yeah. then it grabs you by the ankle and drags you uh, out of the shaft. It's like, the first time that happened to me, I was actually kicking my legs in real life, even though uh, I knew I wouldn't do anything, but I was just like, no, it's, oh my god, like, oh, my ankle. Now, how about the game elements that don't involve the alien? Uh, are those equally as fun and stressful and frightening? Yeah, uh, in, in different ways. I mean, okay. I, I, you know, you're always you know hiding from things. Mm-hmm. It's just that... Um, there are basically three things that you have to watch out for on this space station. There's mm-hmm. like, you know, the humans who have like, you know, banded together in different survivalist camps and are either like, you know, scavenging or just trying to help each other or whatever. So they're enormously unpredictable because when you run up to them, you know, assuming that you even want to do that, when you run up to them, some of them may shoot at you. Others may simply run away from you when they see you coming and others might actually interact with you and like, you know, help you along. So, you know, the first time you're playing the game, you never know what the humans are going to do the first time you run into them. Um, the other community is the androids. Right. And the androids have just gone crazy, and they're on a murderous killing rampage, and they'll just kill everybody in sight. Awesome. So, so there the, is some yeah. sort of straightforward action through the yeah. androids then. So what happens is, like, you know, yeah, you will get some weapons, like you'll get revolvers and shotguns and flamethrowers and stuff right. like that. Those will work on the people, and they'll work to a certain degree on the androids. Don't even bother using them on the alien. It's like the, the alien is just going to shrug off revolvers and shotguns. It doesn't like fire, but the fire won't kill it. So if you're lucky, you can aim the flamethrower at the alien and squeeze off a few rounds, and then it'll shriek and it'll run away. But that just means that you've made it really, really mad, and it's going to come back again in a few minutes, like super pissed off and try to track you down. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so... Uh, the one thing that I'm really, really happy about, this is kind of a good news, bad news thing, as I mentioned in my review, is yeah. I was really, really worried initially about, like, so not only have you guys somehow dragged the alien back when it's, like, you know, 57 years too early, but now you drag, like, you know, Ellen Ripley's daughter into yeah, it. Yeah, is yeah, there yeah. any way that this can possibly make sense? And I was actually surprised that, you know, it was like when they finally explain how all of these elements come together, it does make sense. Oh, I was, good. I was like, you know, yeah, okay, fine. I can buy this. So there is actually a worthwhile story. At this there there is a worthwhile story, but this is where the bad news scenario okay. comes in, is that when, you know, all is said and done, because we know, thanks to aliens, that Amanda Ripley eventually just, you know, dies yep. at the right, you know, at the ripe old age of like, you know, 50 or yeah, 60 yeah, yeah, or something yeah. or other. So, so she does live through this, and, you know, it's like she continues to live for many decades afterwards. But, you know, it's like, despite the fact that she's, you know, encountered an alien, which, you know, the Weyland-Yutani company has, you know, it's like tried numerous times to capture for their infamous bioweapons mm. division, they don't address why it is that when we get to aliens, which is 57 years later, the Weyland-Yutani executives that are talking to Ripley are completely unaware of any of the events that happened in alien isolation. Mm. And it's like... You know, I, I don't know. You know, it's like for for a company that spent all of this money, would they really kind of just bury it and walk away like that until finally Carter Burke, acting on his own, is the one that you know gets the ball rolling mm-hmm. against aliens? It just it really did not make sense to me that they would just suddenly say, and then Whalen Yutani walks away from all of this at the end of this adventure with Amanda Ripley. So mm-hmm. I wasn't happy with that. But yeah, but yeah, could it, that just yeah. be blatant sequel baiting on the part of the people that write the wrote the story? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess it depends on what the sales of the game are like. Yeah. I, I hope it does well because this was for me. This was pretty much like Arkham Asylum, where I was kind of yeah. like hoping that it would be good, but I wasn't sure whether it would be or not. But then when I finally got a few hours into it, I was like, oh yeah, okay, this this is good. You know, for the first time ever, Alien fans actually have a decent Alien game that they can enjoy, and you know, it's like. Yeah, and just, you know, it's like not, um, you know, feel embarrassed about when they're talking to other people. It's like, mm. it's genuinely scary. So what you're saying is I should buy it? You should buy it. Okay. You will enjoy it. Um, there's, yeah, okay, there's 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 one part, it's 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 a spoiler, but yeah. know, like it's, it's an amazing spoiler, but I might tell you later if you want to know about it, or I can just... No, just, you can just <laughs> tell me, it's fine. Okay. Oh, no, Mel says no. No, on cast. Okay. Okay. Yeah, then I'll, I'll tell you. Awesome. All right. Well, I may have to pick this sucker up then. But yeah, it's it's a very good game, and it's uh, in Canada. It's sixty bucks, not seventy bucks. Well, that's pretty good. Oh, then. good. It was like I was kind of like, oh, well, okay. You're, you're not charging 
triple A, you know. Yeah, because I noticed e- Evil Within is yep, for sure bucks. seventy, yeah. which is why so I haven't. Is, I, yeah. Which is why I haven't bought it yet. Yeah, so no. this is actually ten dollars cheaper than Evil Within, cool. which I still haven't played yet. They're losing money because if they hadn't changed the price point, people would be buying them when we were sixty, and now we just wait until they get below sixty. Yeah, totally. Dum 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 yeah. dum. Alrighty. Well, I'm I'm so excited to hear that. I can't wait to play it. Yeah, and it's um, if you're playing on surround sound systems or with Ooh. headphones, yeah. it's it's Did actually absolutely vital that you play this with headphones or yeah, a surround that's what I'll be because, doing. Yeah, because you hear the alien. You know, it's like wandering around in the ventilation ducts, yeah. and if you're listening in and you can tell the direction it's coming from, this gives you an edge on I should be walking in the exact opposite direction. You know, it's like whereas when you're listening to it in stereo, yeah. You may you, you'll hear the noise and you may be walking closer to the alien and not knowing it because right, right, you don't right, get right. that directional audio that warns you. It's like it's just over there to your right. You yeah. should be going left. So interesting. Yeah. Cool. I'm psyched. Did yeah, it's a, good, it's a good game. It awesome. did not embarrass the franchise for once. So like, glad to hear that. So many of us were so upset after Colonial Marines because yeah. like, I really wanted that to be a good game. And but then Gearbox so let me down, yeah. But with this one, it was just like, oh my god, please, please don't do terrible. And it was I, like, oh my god, this is actually really good. I so. kind of like the Metroid Alien 3 they did for Super Nintendo. Oh, okay. That's an alien game I've always been able to get yeah. behind. And also uh, the arcade Alien vs. Predator. Oh, yeah. That, that was that, good yeah, times. That, that, yeah. that was good yeah. times. And this is this is not like any of those games. No. It's just like, oh, man, the second that you hear that motion detector just beep, it's like it's time to start sweating. Yeah. Because you're just, you're so screwed. I love it. So, I yeah. also always liked the, there was an arcade shooter for Aliens that was fun. Did oh, yeah, that's that? right. Yeah, like a game, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was good, too. Mm-hmm. So there have been a handful of good ones, but not nothing that, like, you know, they were more novelty. Yeah. No, than I mean, anything like, that captured this, the tone of the franchise. This game actually makes you feel like you are in the first Alien movie. Mm-hmm. No other Alien game to date has done that. But this one is like, you know, yeah, I, you, you may as well be in the first Alien movie. Which you are in yeah. DLC. Yeah. Yes, in the DLC you actually are. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I was really, really pleasantly surprised by this game. Sweet! So it's, it's worth buying, especially if you're a fan of horror games. I am a, fa- a huge fan of horror games and a huge a fan scary of Alien. Game, so, yeah. I loves it, Mel. Did you play anything? Well, Wayne, would you like to talk about oh, Tears? Oh, sorry. I thought that was it, Wayne. Well, I could talk about... You um, don't have to. Tears to Tiara, but, uh, well... I mean, I, I, I can mention it. It's like I've started playing it. I'm a few hours into it. But basically, this is a three-year-old Japanese turn-based strategy game, mm. which Atlas is only now getting around to, like, translating into English and putting out in North America. So... I don't really know how much you want to know about this, but it's, it's long. It's a turn-based strategy game, but that's actually maybe half or a quarter of the content. The rest of it is a visual novel. So you spend inordinate amounts of time just hitting the X button and like you know reading through dialogue and plot developments, and then every once in a while some gameplay comes up. Like as like Asura. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. But, you know, yeah, as a as a turn based strategy game, as opposed to like you know a crazy fighting game. So, did you ever actually finish that game and see the end? Because uh, now I'm actually fighting Asura. Okay. That's a lot harder when you actually try and fight him. Yeah. Ugh. No, I did not play anything this week. We were going to buy Borderlands the pre sequel. Mm. Why didn't you? Got suckered into a very expensive dinner. Oh, okay. Delightful. I wouldn't say suckered. We just we went to expensive dinner. Mm-hmm. I haven't played anything either, but. Um I have a feeling I'm going to be playing Alien very You're soon. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, there's the office copy line around somewhere. Yep, yep, yep. So. I, but it sounds so good, I might just buy it myself. Okay. You we'll should. We'll see what happens. Oh, it's and just, then... Well, see, that's, that's the thing. With this game, this is yeah. one of those instances where I would say, you know, it's like, guys, guys, Creative Assembly, they deserve the money. Yeah. It's like, they worked hard. For sure. They were humble about it. They didn't go telling everybody, this is going to be the greatest alien experience ever, which is what Gears yeah, was they, saying. Yeah, they did. Colonial Marines. <laughs> they totally did. They said, this is the first movie game that will ever capture what the movie feels like. They yeah. totally hyped the hell out of it. No, I mean, well... They had booths like, set up where you could play it in the dark. Yeah, mm. they did. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, they weren't smug about it. I'll give you that. But they, they, they ran the hype machine. I was psyched for this. I wasn't. I saw the forest through the okay. trees with colonial marines. Okay, I knew well, what was coming. All right. But, uh, but okay, yeah, no, well, I think I might. And also, you know, I'd, I'd want to get it just so I could get the DLC and everything, too. Yeah, the DLC is. Because like, yeah. that's, like, so, so geeky. Yeah. I can't not do that. That's yeah. amazing. I get to play scenes from Alien. 
give me a break. Like, I'm not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, and they, they got the original actors to come in and voice I those know. parts. So it's like, I it's, know. It's really Sigourney Weaver playing Ripley. And it's, I'm sure it's... like it's the, really Tom Scara playing Dallas. And I'm sure the design of the Nostromo was amazing. Oh, yeah. The design of the Nostromo was just there. It's like, you know, every yeah. single thing was like, that looks just like the movie, except now you can, you know, walk Interact around it and take yeah. a look at it and blah, blah, blah. Totally. So yeah. so, yeah, I might just have to do that. Yeah, Alien Isolation is definitely, like, you know, the big highlight for me of the week. So Sweet! Yeah, no, I just can't decide if I'm going to buy that or Evil Within. Buy Alien maybe first. Yeah. Wait for Evil to drop? Yeah, it's true. Because well, like, that's the thing. It's like nobody at the office has really played Evil Within yet. Yeah. Like, although there's like a I do want it, but seventy dollars. Yeah. From what I've been hearing is like you know, it's it's Resident Evil Four. So that's exactly like, you know, it's, yeah. That's is it? Thing. It's it's, yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah. an action you know horror yeah. game kind of thing. Exactly. Like, when I saw it, it, looked like and and that's not to say it won't be good. Yeah. It could be it's so much fun. But I mean, the way it was described as being unlike anything I played before, and yeah. certainly the like one level I saw where you start hanging it is upside like down and everything. Everything you've played before. Instead, yeah, it looks exactly like that. Versus Alien Isolation only looks like Outlast, which I loved, and that's really the only point of comparison I have for yeah. it. So I kind of am more excited yeah, by that. It's like a much more stressful version of Outlast. I love so, it. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. All right. I haven't played anything, but there is uh, something that I wanted to talk about, uh, uh-huh. which I kind of already told Mel. This is sort of a what you've been reading thing, which is that I got, I'd already told Wayne, rather. Sorry, oh. Mel. Okay. Um, which is that I got the uh, the first issue of, I, I mentioned, uh, I think a couple weeks ago, that Scott Snyder, his new Batman run was going to be Batman versus Justice League. Okay. So I read the first issue, and here's how it breaks down, which is that... Um, uh, Batman uh, is sort of just chilling out in his in his mansion like as he, do. he does. Yeah, and then all of a sudden Wonder Woman shows up and starts beating the shit out of him, beating the <laughs> shit out of him as Bruce Wayne, and he can't figure out what's going on. So he calls an emergency plan he's always had, which unleashes gas in the yeah. entire downtown area of Gotham City, basically just so everyone runs away. It's completely non-threatening, non-poisonous gas. It just looks evil. Exactly. So everyone bursts out. He goes and finds this super robotic uh, Justice League fighting suit that he's built for himself. And he beats Wonder Woman, beats The Flash, beats Aquaman. Superman shows up, and that's when the trouble starts. And he gets knocked in. He doesn't know what he's going to do. And and Superman's like sort of standing over him threateningly at the end. And he says... Uh, and Batman's just like, I need to know who did this. Who? Why are you doing this? Who did this to you? And then Superman starts laughing, and then Wonder Woman starts laughing, and then the Flash starts laughing, and then Aquaman starts laughing. They're all laughing together, and it's the Joker. And this was secretly all the actual sequel to Death of the Family, not a Justice League. The first part of the new Joker plot is turning the entire Justice League against Batman. There are four issues left. I have no idea where it's going to go from there. But so... good God. I'm so glad I didn't know that in advance. I'm glad I got tricked. It was amazing. And um, there was also a B story that's also going to be a continuing story going on at the same time. That's a uh, therapist from Go- Gotham. So a psychiatrist, I get was invited to a cabin in the woods where five like mass murderers who escaped from Gotham were. And she gets there, and one guy who's like obsessed with the devil, he's always thought he's seen the devil, says that the devil appeared to him, and the devil was actually the Joker. And he wanted to tell him that he was always actually the Joker. And he's like, that makes no sense. And, they t- and then each of the psychopaths tell the doctor that each of them has been told the story of who the Joker is and they have to go to various places in Gotham for them to for, to be told and the Joker will eventually reveal himself I like, want to see that in a movie one. yeah totally so these already um, this looks like see like why doesn't WB terrifying. do these things for movies well number one the Scott Snyder Batman Joker stories would be we wouldn't even be R rated they'd be NC-17 so oh, there's right, no the way killer, that's right? ever going to happen. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately. Man, and then the second thing is just that they're non-creative. So um, they got to have a couple failures before they're willing to take risks again, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I read that and knocked my socks off. So and this is part of the New 52? Yep, this is the new Batman story. That issue came out, I believe, uh, last week. It was October 8th. That was last week, right? Yes. Um, yep. So, um, so yeah, the next issue will be next month. It's a five-issue run, and I'd imagine it's only going to get more jokery from here. And for me personally, that could that could not be better, ever. Thank you, Phil. No problem. You're welcome, Mel. <laughs> if you want to watch Wayne play a little bit of Alien Isolation along with our intern Brendan Quinn, you can check it out at cgmagonline.com. That will be up next week. Yeah, even that was stressful. Yeah, I heard. I overheard <laughs> some of it. Yeah. Sounded stressful. At one point, you're just like, okay, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just end it here. I can't take it anymore. Yeah. Also, you can check out cgmagonline.com for more great content, including Phil's review of The Guest yes. and his interview mm-hmm. with Adam... Adam Wingard and Simon Barrett, the Thank director you. and writer. There you go. Also, and an interview with uh, Walt Flanagan. Yes, which is doing quite well, actually. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the Tell Him Steve Dave fans got a hold of it and been tweeting out. Ming tweeted it out, even though I insulted him in the article, which I enjoyed. I like Ming. I like him too, but he needs to be taken down a peg, let's face it. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and of course, you can follow us on all the social media at CGM Plus is our Twitter account where we will tweet out things and randomness. Phil will tweet at you, maybe. Yep. What's your Twitter, Phil? At that Phil Brown. Wayne. Please, please follow me because I don't please, know. Well, there you go. That. Please follow Phil. Yeah. If we get him maybe 10 more followers, he'll actually activate his PSN account. I don't know. I'm going to have to buy this alien game now so that the money I would have spent on activating my PSN Wait, account will be spent on that. You don't have to spend money to have a PSN account in but which you can really play with people. It. Yeah, you, you do have to activate it to do that. That's what Not I've been told. Not on your PS3, no. Yeah, but oh, i got to use the PS3 for that. <sighs> oh, man, sounds like a whole, whole lot of hassle. <sighs> if it makes you guys feel better, I have no friends on the PSN account. I, I you never no use that anywhere. aspect. Not if you treat them like this. Okay, well, I'm going to cry now, Mal. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Wayne's Twitter is real Wayne Santos. He will not answer you, but you can read all his ridiculous tweets that are filtered over from his, where you can find him, Google+. Plus. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yes. I interact with people there. Yeah, Google+, so. Plus, the I am legend of social networking. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, you can also follow us on Google+. Plus. That's google.com slash little plus sign CG mag online. And you can also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash comics gaming magazine. We just finished one contest, so all of the Steam code winners, check your emails. There are Steam codes waiting for you for various titles. But we are starting a new contest. Vikings. Who likes Vikings? I love Vikings. There you go. The History Channel does a show called Vikings, and we are giving away DVD box sets of Season 2, so make sure you check out CG Mag online for that. There is a Vikings feature listing Vikings in popular culture that are awesome, and at the bottom, you can enter to win Season 2. Sound good? Yeah, yes. See, now you guys have started ignoring me. I Oh, really? Oh, oh. Goodbye, Phil. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.